Welcome to YourLifeRocks.com podcast, where you can build a life of balance, purpose, and success. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, working Christian mom, speaker, and coach. Each week, you will find tips and inspiration to grow personally, in your career, and in your faith, and balance it all in your crazy, busy, beautiful life. If you want to cut the overwhelm and take control over your life, visit YourLifeRocks.com. Hi there. I am so glad that you are here to hang out with me today. If you're new to listening to Your Life Rocks podcast, I wanted to give you a little bit of a history of what we are all about. You heard in the intro, my name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I created Your Life Rocks to help working Christian moms just like myself create balance in their life and clarity to their chaos. So at Your Life Rocks, we are all about helping you find work-life balance, life balance in general. Now, I know you might be thinking, yeah, life balance is not a real thing. It's a myth. You hear that all of the time from a lot of different experts everywhere you go. But I take a little different view. I think life balance really is a definition that you attach to it. And so regardless of whatever your definition is for work-life balance, I prefer to live a life that's made out of possibilities rather than impossibilities. So rather than saying that life balance is impossible, I like to think that it is possible as long as I'm living it by a definition that is possible to achieve. And that's what Your Life Rocks is all about, is helping you find that definition that works for you. As long as you're creating that life that creates the feeling that you want to achieve and you don't have that guilt and you don't have that weight on your shoulders or the sadness or the anger that comes from living an unbalanced life, if you're giving energy and a time and attention to all of the different parts of who God created you to be, then you're living a balanced life. But I'll tell you, it does take work. It takes intentionality, proactivity, and action. And that's what we're all about here. So on this episode of Your Life Rocks, we're actually going to be spending a little bit of time on your career. Now, if you are an A-type personality, if you are someone who is a career woman who has a lot of goals, it's easy for you to spend time and attention on this part of your life. So yeah, you're going to really love this episode, but I challenge you to go back and listen to some of the other episodes and make sure that you're feeding those other areas of your life as well. Now, if this is something that you struggle with and you really want to get better at having life balance, if all of those feelings that I talked about earlier, if that describes you, then I have a free gift for you. It's something that I put together because it truly is my life mission to help as many women as possible find life balance. I've struggled with it for years. I missed years of my children growing up. I was there, but I don't really remember much of it because I was so focused on work. I missed out on relationships. It was not a great situation, but I learned to come out of it, and I want to share that same system with you. So I've put together a goal workbook. It's not a worksheet. It's not a one-page thing. It is an intense workbook on setting goals for intentional living so that you can really have life balance. And so I invite you to go to yourliferocks.com backslash goals, that's G-O-A-L-S, to get your free copy of that today and start taking action and building that life that you want to live. Build a life that rocks. That's what we're all about here. All right, so getting on to this episode. 
Now, this episode is playing at the beginning of 2016. So if you are a leader in your career, likely this is the time of year you're setting goals for your team, for yourself, for your organization as you progress forward throughout the year. Now, this episode is learning all about how to delegate. Oftentimes, when we talk about delegating, we think about what it does for us and our time management and relieving some pressure, which is all true, and it's all great, and I hope that that is exactly why you are delegating. But I want to put a different spin on things and change your perspective a little bit with developing your team through delegation. It is such a useful tool that sometimes we don't delegate because it is kind of a selfish thing. It's getting it off our plate. It's that control factor. But if you really, truly care about your team, you'll look at delegation a little differently and see that it really is for their benefit if you do it the right way. So let's jump right in. All right. So first, before we start talking about the nuts and bolts of this, let's first talk about the mindset of delegating things. It can be hard trusting others to do something that they may not be able to do as good as you. Ah, I mean, it takes so much longer to show someone else how to do something than just doing it yourself. So why not just do it yourself? Trust me, if you take that time up front to show them the right way and to teach them, you really are developing your team. So let's talk for a second about why this is important for you. Now, like I said before, not only does it take away some of your overwhelm and help you with your time management, But I remember early on in my career, one of my mentors trained me and told me that I couldn't be promoted until I trained my replacement. Now, this is true in a lot of organizations. So I challenge you, if you have those career goals for yourself and you want to move up the ladder, if you want to be seen for that next promotion, train your team to take your place. And if you're listening to this podcast and maybe you're your own boss, maybe you're an entrepreneur, maybe you are working in an MLM somewhere or direct sales, the same thing goes for your team that you have. When you can delegate some of your tasks and help develop them to take over some of those things that you do, it frees you up to do so much more and to grow your business, to grow yourself and to hit those new goals that you have for yourself as well. All right, so I've created five steps to really help you get the best results and your team get the best results from delegating because just dumping a bunch of tasks on them to do is not always the best way to go. I'm all about having systems in place and I want to be able to teach those to you. All right, so number one, first things first, evaluate your team. Know what they're strong at. Know what they need to develop on to get to the next level and make sure that what it is that they need to develop themselves at You've discussed it with them, so it's not a surprise. You both know what it is that they need to work on. Make sure you identify that for each member of your team monthly. And I know that's a time commitment and it takes things away from other stuff, but trust me, when you can do that on a monthly basis, that's when you're going to see rapid growth for your team. And even if you do it for yourself, evaluate yourself every single month. What are you good at and what do you need to develop in? Because when you're doing it monthly and you're making an action plan, that's when you're going to have rapid growth. You're going to see rapid growth in your team as well. So yes, it is an investment in time, but it goes a long way. Now, once you have this identified, put it in your planner, your notebook, an app that you use to organize your day. You want to have it written down and in front of you. All right, moving on to step number two. Now, if you've listened to any of my other episodes, read any of my blogs, or know me at all, 
then you know I'm a huge proponent of making a daily to-do list. I call it a brain dump, getting everything out of your head. Anything that you have to do, anything that's kind of in the back corners of your mind, get it out and get it on paper. Now, once you've made that list, look it over. What things on your list fit with their strengths and what things fit within their developmental points for them? So step two is really just making that dump list and evaluating it, taking your focus off of yourself and thinking about your team and thinking about what things on that list they may be able to help you with that play to their strengths and play to their areas of development. All right, moving on to step number three. Now you want to take the things on your list that fit within their strengths, no more than three, and you want to communicate those tasks. And when you communicate those tasks with them, follow these three things. Number one, give praise. You want to be very specific about their strengths and why you chose them for those tasks. Now think about this one for a second. It's easy just to say, hey, Michelle, you're really good at this, so I'm going to have you do these things for me. Or even just saying, hey, Michelle, I need you to do these things. Whereas if you really sit down and have a conversation with your team about it, it's a point of praise. Think about it if your boss or someone above you delegated something to you and told you about how great you were at this and why they chose you to do it. It's going to make you feel really good, right? And a team that feels really good about what they're doing, they're automatically going to perform better. So make sure giving praise is the first thing you do. Then you want to give expectations and share what's required. Meaning, when does it need to be done? Is there a format it needs to be done in? Or what needs to be included? Clear direction is a favor for both of you. And I've seen people do this where they kind of tiptoe around because they want to give some creativity or or whatever it is. And then when it gets back, it doesn't meet your expectations. And then you know what happens? This little voice in your head says, see, I told you so. You should have just done it yourself. This piece right here is going to make delegation successful for both of you. Okay? So make sure that you give the expectation and share every last bit that's required. And the last thing is to give grace. Let go of those expectations that you have in your head of how you would do it. If something comes back and it's not accurate, take ownership for not communicating it clearly and think about how you're going to communicate it differently next time. But give them grace to maybe make a mistake. Take ownership over that mistake yourself rather than casting it back to them as as you are their leader. So step three of the five steps is to communicate the things that fit within their strengths. And you're going to do that by giving praise, give expectations and share what's required and give grace. All right, let's move on to number four. So you want to take the list of things to delegate that are going to develop them and make a plan. Now, some of these things that you can pass along and let them run with it and give them ownership. As mentioned above, be clear with the expectations, give them grace. And I would recommend doing this with things that need to get done, but you don't necessarily aren't tied. They're not like the big important things, right? But it's just getting that little baby step of giving them that responsibility and and having them run with it and see what they do with it. But if it's something that you care deeply about, just be really cautious about that in the very beginning. Now, some of the things that you give them really need to be taught. And and this is important that you kind of take a step back and make sure you have time to do this. So the best way to develop a skill is to model, observe, and coach. Now, this will take a little bit more time, but taking time with this now will give you so much time later. It really is an investment 
and it is so well worth it. So again, a model, observe, and coach. So what would this look like? Say, for example, you want them to put together a report for you. You're going to want to model for them where they're going to find the information that they need to pull from. You're going to model for them how it needs to be set up. Then you're going to observe them do a little bit of the project themselves, and then you're going to coach them. And coaching, again, give them praise, show them the things that maybe need to do a little bit differently, and then give them another compliment and give them encouragement so that they're building belief that they can actually do the task that you've had for them. All right, so now moving on to the last step, step number five, follow-up and feedback are so important. Let your team know what was great and what they need to do differently next time. Now, here's the big key with this last piece is it's one thing to give them the feedback, and trust me, they're going to be hungry for it. Think about the last time your boss delegated something to you. And if they said, oh, it's great, and left it at that, you're like, really? Give me something more. Be very specific with the things that were great. Be very specific with the things that you might want them to think about doing next time. Challenge them to kind of grow with the exercise. But here's the thing. Make sure you give them a next time, even if they completely failed, and now you have to do it all over again, make sure that you always give them a next time. Again, give yourself that self-coaching to think, what could I do differently to make sure it's a better outcome? But if you delegate once and then you never do it again, it speaks volumes and not in a good way. Trust me, I've had this happen to me before where someone delegated something to me. I knew I was in way over my head but I did the best that I could. And you know what? The feedback I got was, no, it's great. It's fine. And then I noticed I changed everything about it and they never delegated anything to me again. It made me feel like a complete failure. I never want that for anyone on my team and I am sure that you're the same. You don't want your your team to feel that same way as well. You want to be pouring into people's lives and be that cause for change that they can look back and say, because of you, they've excelled and they've done well, right? And that's really what this whole process is about as delegating. So that feedback is so, so important and make sure you give them a next time. Might look completely different next time, but make sure there's always that next time. All right, so let's review the five steps. Number one, you're going to evaluate their team and see what they're strong at and what they need to work on. Number two, you're going to make your mental dump list of everything that needs to be done. Number three, you're going to give them the things that they're strong in using the format of give them praise, expectations, and what's required, and give grace. Number four, you're then going to give them tasks that will develop them. And as you're teaching them how to do those tasks that are going to help develop and grow them to reach their goals, you're going to model, observe, and coach. And number five, follow up and quality feedback. And of course, keep delegating. Now, again, I said I wanted to cover these five steps for delegation because it is the beginning of 2016 and you should be setting developmental goals for your team right now and really setting goals for your entire business, your entire organization. So I hope that by developing your team through delegation, not only will it free up your time, but you'll also be pouring greatness into your team that will help serve you all year long. And you know what? I bet your team will appreciate it too. And most employees 
will gauge how much they like their job based solely off of their interaction with their boss. Now, as their leader, as their boss, it's your responsibility to make sure that they are growing and achieving their goals and moving closer to that every single day. All right, now it's my favorite part of the episode where we get to talk about scripture. Now, the reason why we talk about scripture every single episode is not just because it's a Christian podcast and it's not because we it's so important to memorize scripture, which it is, but it's more important to live into scripture. And so I try to find a verse that really matches with the theme of every single episode. So today's scripture comes from James chapter 1, verse 5 through 6. If any of you needs wisdom, you should ask God for it. He will give it to you. God gives freely to everyone and doesn't find fault. But when you ask, you must believe. You must not doubt. That's because a person who doubts is like a wave of the sea. The wind blows and tosses them around. So why I chose the scripture for this particular episode is when you are leading people, it is hard and you're always going to come across situations that you just don't have the answer to, or you just need strength or you need patience or you need courage and know that whatever you need, God is there for you. If you go to him in belief that he is there for you, he can do anything for you. So when you find yourself in those situations, go to him, believe, and he will be there for you. So again, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast because that means that you're also investing in yourself to grow and to learn and to move closer to your goals every single day. And like I said at the beginning of this episode, we are all about life balance. And so I hope that all of these little tips and tricks and tools that we teach you help you to grow in all areas of your life. Today, we were focusing on your career. Other episodes will focus on other parts of your life. But I do encourage you to get your free gift to go to yourliferocks.com backslash goals. That's G-O-A-L-S to get your free life balance goal workbook today. Start taking those extra steps forward to building a life that rocks. Now, if you enjoy this episode, I hope you subscribe so you don't miss one single one. And please leave a rating and a review in iTunes. I know what's an extra step to go back and to log in and to do that, but it really is appreciated. One, give me feedback. I want to know what you're getting from these episodes. But two, it also helps other people find us. Now, I also encourage you to join us in our Facebook group. It's called Life Balance by Your Life Rocks. You can search for it that way, or you can go to the show notes for this episode at yourliferocks.com backslash the number 11, that's one one. And we'll have a link in that to our Facebook group. And in there, we have daily challenges for all different areas of your life to make sure that you are building a life of balance. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Until next episode, keep building a life that rocks.